Eagles Entertainment. Welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Hello, Eagles everywhere. I'm Insider Dave Spadaro at Lincoln Financial Field following the Eagles' 23-17 loss on Monday night to the Seattle Seahawks. And stop me if you've heard this before. The Eagles offense unable to generate even a single first down in its first five possessions. Didn't get one until late in the second quarter. They are out of first place in the NFC East, and they've got a whole lot of troubles starting with the offense. Quarterback Carson Wentz just unable to get anything going right off the bat. Three completion opportunities on the first possession. First play of the game offsides. Eagles at first and five. Incomplete to Richard Rodgers. Incomplete to Greg Ward. Incomplete to Alshon Jeffrey. All three of those passes, they were there. Wentz just unable to come up with accurate, timely throws. And that was the theme for him and a passing game that really got nothing going on the outside once again. Dallas Goddard, a nice game, seven catches, 75 yards, and a score. Richard Rodgers, three catches, 53 yards, and a touchdown as well. But nothing really going for the Eagles in this one until, again, it was too late. The one scoring drive in the first half, typical of what the Eagles are doing. It took them 15 plays, 75 yards, five minutes, 15 seconds off the clock. No big plays in the drive. Finally, Carson Wentz to Dallas Goddard for the touchdown. We'll give you a highlight here. Merrill Reese and Mike Quick on the call. Sanders behind Wentz. Second and goal. Wentz looking. He is firing, and it is complete for a touchdown to Dallas Goddard. He had Goddard over the middle for the touchdown. Unfortunately, Jake Elliott then missed the extra point. The Eagles trailed 14-6 at the half. They narrowed the deficit to 14-9 on an Elliott 42-yard field goal. Again, 12 plays, 48 yards, no big plays. And then Seattle put together three straight field goals. They led it 23-9 until late in the game, a four-play, 58-yard drive, giving the Eagles the final margin in this loss. We'll hear from Merrill in just a bit, and he is very critical of quarterback Carson Wentz here. Before that, let's hear from Wentz, who once again doesn't have any answers. He just doesn't look like the Carson Wentz we knew, even as recently as last season when the Eagles won four straight games to capture the NFC East. Wentz, 25 of 45 just 215 yards, just 180 net yards passing against the NFL's worst pass defense. Wentz sacked six times playing behind a makeshift offensive line. A lot of blitzes from Seattle, as expected. Eagles run game going nowhere. Miles Sanders, six carries, 15 yards. Here is Carson Wentz meeting the media after the game. Hey, Carson. Uh, slow starts have been kind of plaguing you guys all year. What happened tonight? Yeah, um... You know, same thing. I, I got to go watch the tape. Um, you know, I know some things we just missed. We didn't execute. Um, you know, I can be better early in the games. You know, I think they made some plays early and um, did some things differently than what we had planned. But, um, yeah, I mean, the slow starts are frustrating. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. I'm going to go back and watch and see how we can change that and how we can change the momentum early in ball games so we can uh, not put ourselves behind the eight ball like that. Jonathan Zach Berman. Hey, Carson, on, on the fourth and four play uh, that turned into the interception, it looked like you and Dallas weren't on the same page. Can you kind of take us through what happened there? 
Yeah, I mean, you you hit it on the head. You know, we we just weren't on the same page, and you know that's on me. Uh, I got to make sure we're we're squared away. We're on the same page, and um, you know he had a big game. He had a big game, and, and we just missed a couple. But um, you know, in that situation, that, that matchup, you know, I thought everything was good. He's our guy, and you know him and I just we got to make sure we're on the same page for that. Zach and the Martin. Hey Carson, how does it affect you? Affect the offense and affect Jalen when he's coming on the field mid drive? You're coming off. Yeah, I mean, listen, when we're stagnant like that as an offense, you know, I'm all ears. You know, whatever coach is, is confident in, uh, however we can, you know, get some momentum or, or, you know, pick up a first down in that case early in the game. And so um, obviously it's a tricky thing to navigate, but I think, you know, if, if it's going to provide us the spark that we need, um, you know, hopefully going forward it, it can in those situations. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously we just didn't do enough all around tonight. Martin and Jeff McLean. Hey Carson, there's kind of been a lot of talk and speculation, you know, about you possibly getting benched or something like that. I mean, does that weigh on you at all? Do you think about that at all? Uh, and did that occur like during the game? Any of that come up? Yeah, I mean, I said it last week. You know, this is what you sign up for. And you know, as a quarterback, um, ever since you're a kid, you know, you're you're prepared for for any of those. Nothing's ever guaranteed. And so for me, I, I don't think about that though. I just try and go out and be the best player I can be in practice. Prepare my tail off compete my tail off and um, you know hopefully we can get this thing turned around but uh, I don't think about those things I'm gonna give it everything I got every time I step on the field Jeff and then Ed Benkin uh, Carson last week I think it was 47 drops you only rolled out once this game I don't know if it was one maybe there were another one but I didn't see it a lot this game either it seemed like we ask you this every week and you say you like to roll out why aren't you being rolled out more yeah I think you know we tried it a couple times tonight um, you know, they made some plays where, you know, different pressures and different looks. And I think that's what makes it tough against a defense like that um, when they're diff doing different edge pressures and everything. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to go back and watch the tape. But, you know, it was a part of the plan to some extent. But um, they made some plays that took it away. Ed and then Mike K. Hi, Carson. Doug talked a little bit going into this game about trying to simplify things. Did that happen at times offensively tonight or was it a lot of what we'd seen the last few weeks? Um, you know, I think maybe a little bit, um, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, you know, we just didn't make the plays. You know, I don't think it was scheme. I don't think it was uh, a lot of those things. We just didn't make enough plays and, and win enough of our one-on-ones. And, and I didn't, you know, make enough plays or, or make enough uh, good throws. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, that's just how it was tonight. It was frustrating. Mike Kay and then Nick Fierro. Carson, um, obviously we saw Travis have that really great streak with you for those that that stretch before the bye week. What are you seeing different in coverage when when he's lined up that that's kind of hurting that connection so far? Um, you know, nothing really. You know, vastly different. You know, I think we, we're just rotating bodies a little bit more. You know, obviously Alshon's a bigger part of what we do, and um, people are you know maybe a little aware of Travis after those couple weeks, but. Um, he's still the same player, and we're still going to, you know, have him be a big part of this offense, and him and I will we'll connect more going forward. Nick and then Michael Longo. Yeah, hi, Carson. In the fourth quarter there, uh, right before uh, – it was actually at a play right before you were sacked uh, in a timeout. Um, it, it looked like uh, Alshon came out in the field uh, from the sideline. He wasn't in on the play. Uh, you had a little bit of a conversation, then he went back to the sideline. Can you share what, what went on there? Was that some words of encouragement or anything? 
No, nah, I mean, it was just something specific um, from the way that um, defensive back was playing. So nothing crazy. We have time for two more, so we'll go Mike and then Les. Um, Carson, thank you, Allie. Uh, Carson, you, some tough losses last few weeks. You had some tough games ahead, but this is still a very competitive division. But can you just tell you, kind of cut a pulse on where you think this team is at and, and as going forward, especially going to Green Bay this weekend? Yeah, I mean, we're frustrated. You know, we're frustrated. I know I'm frustrated. I, I hate losing. And, you know, it, it's – um, it's very frustrating to, to have this result, you know, these last couple of weeks and to be where we're at this season. Um, but the crazy thing about this league and this division especially is it's still wide open, and guys know that. Guys know that, and, you know, we're looking ahead um, to next week, getting this thing turned around and getting it going in the right direction and, and hopefully, you know, surprise some people. Go ahead, Les. Hey, Carson. So we're in week 12. Why do these mistakes keep happening? Why aren't people connecting? I, I know you had a screen, a crucial screen pass tonight where the receiver just sort of took off. Uh, it looked like he didn't know he was running a screen. Uh, why do these things keep happening? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's a tough thing to answer. You know, I mean, it's something that I think every one of us is accountable for and, and wants to um, correct, you know, and it's, you know, you can you can say a lot of different things um, to answer that question, but at the end of the day, we got to be better. We got to be better, and those mistakes can't happen. And I got to be better, making sure everyone's on the same page and uh, everything going forward. And you know, I'm excited to turn that thing around, um, turn this around, and um, you know, like I said earlier, go surprise some people. Head coach Doug Peterson equally bewildered after this one: three straight losses for the Eagles. The team now three seven and one. Washington and New York atop the NFC East. The Eagles just looking for a win with a short week ahead and Green Bay at Lambeau Field on the horizon. Here's head coach Doug Peterson after the game. Hey, Doug. Uh, wanted to talk to you about that fourth and four play with about a little over eight minutes ago. It was a two-score game at the time. Uh, so first, why did you decide to go for it? And then what did you see on the particular play? It looked like Carson and Dallas weren't on the same page. Yeah, um, you know, my mindset there was we we got to stay as aggressive as possible on offense. Um, you know, we had to try to make a play, get something uh, something going. Uh, and, and from uh, my vantage point, um, it just looked like Carson and uh, Dallas were, were were not synced up. It, it was a play we had used in the third quarter. They connected on it, and um, it appeared that Dallas turned inside. Carson threw it outside where where Dallas was on the first uh, the first time we, we called the play. So just a matter of just uh, those two guys being on the same page. But uh, as far as the decision to go, we had to make every effort to, to stay and really get us get us into this game and, and uh, just wanted to stay as aggressive as possible. Oh, and then Dave Zingaro. Doug, there was a four-game stretch this season where Travis Fulgham was the leading receiver in the NFL. Uh, since the bye, it doesn't seem like he's been a big part of the game plan. What have you seen from Alshon Jeffrey uh, that, that had him on the field more than Fulgham tonight? Well, I think, uh, you know, um, Travis is, uh, you know, he's still a part of the offense and, and he knows he's got to continue to, to work hard each week and, and, uh, and, and play well. And, and Alshon is, is improving and, and getting, uh, you know, getting healthier. And, um, you know, we've got to be able to use both those guys are two big targets. Um, you know, for, for Carson and um, we just got to continue to work and, and make uh, make sure that both guys are ready to go. Dave and then Kristen Rogers. 
Doug, was the plan coming in tonight to use Jalen Hurts more? And if so, why didn't that happen? Um, not necessarily. Uh, the plan was to use him when we could. Uh, the way the game started, you know, we just didn't have many opportunities. Uh, too many three and outs. I don't think we got a first down until the second quarter. It just, we just didn't, uh, we failed to execute. So it just wasn't, uh, um, it just wasn't, you know, in the, in the, in the cards, I guess, so to speak, you know, early in the football game, but, uh, you know, no more, no less than, than what we would, uh, you know, use them each week. Kristen and then Jeff McLean. Hey Doug, can you explain the rotation between Hertz and Wentz? Um, it feels like maybe it would be a challenge for either one of those guys to, to find some consistency when one's in for one play, then the other, and then vice versa. Yeah, that's, you know, it is, it is a challenge for, uh, for quarterbacks to do that, but you know, from an offensive perspective, uh, if we can have a little change of pace there, you know, with Jalen and, and mix things up, whether we're running it or throwing it, um, I thought the guys, you know, tonight for the few plays that they, you know, Jalen was in, they handled it well. Um, the, uh, you know, it's just something we'll we'll continue to to, to work on. Um, but uh, yeah, it can it can be a little bit uh, difficult, for, you know, for uh, for e either one of the quarterbacks, you know, unless they can get you know, uh, multiple snaps, but that just didn't happen. We were, we were too many three and outs. Jeff and then Mike K. Uh, Doug, I know defense isn't more your side, but what was the plan uh, to Jim's plan, I guess, against DK Metcalf? And, and what'd you think of, you know, what he did versus Slay? Well, DK is a, a great, uh, you know, big target. Uh, he's a good receiver. Uh, D Slay, you know, matched up with him all night long and battled and, uh, made some plays and, and, and DK made some plays. So, um, you know, I thought overall he, you know, he did, he did some, did some good things, played tough. I mean, that's a, that's a tough, uh, tough receiver to, to defend and, and, um, you know, one that, uh, uh, I thought D Slade did, did, uh, did some good things. Mike and then Zach Berman. Doug, uh, when Jalen Rager was coming out and you guys selected him, you, you put an emphasis on speed. How, why do you think you haven't been able to utilize that speed more in your play calling or at least on the, you know, with completions down the field uh, this season? Well, um, you know, some of it is, some of it could be schemes. Some of it could be, uh, you know, Jalen still learning uh, and, and understanding what, uh, what, what is asked of him. Um, he, he continues to improve each week and, and we still find ways to, to try to get him in space. We did it a couple times tonight. And that's just the thing is, you know, there's there's also a lot of speed on defense. I think sometimes people forget that, um, and uh, you know we do our part to, to as as coaches to try to uh, find ways, creative ways to to do that. We did it with a little reverse with him tonight. We we did uh, a couple of receiver screens or a receiver screen to him. He had one critical mistake on a red zone play that uh, we were we were going to throw him a screen. He, he made a mistake there. So um, we just got to keep working and uh, you know. Battle through it. Zach and then Martin Frank. Hey, Doug, you seem to suggest that the lack of offensive rhythm was why Hertz was not more involved early. But isn't that, and, and it, like, I guess, can't that be a reason to play Hertz more? No. And, and why not? Because it's not about one guy. You know, we had breakdowns uh, uh, across the board, and um, it, it doesn't really matter, you know, uh, who's back there. The, the mistakes were still going to be made, and, and um, you know, something we got to fix. Martin and Rob Motti. Hey, Doug. Um, when, 
when you did have Jalen in there the first time, you took Carson off the field. And I was kind of curious as to what kind of advantage you think that gives you with, you know, without Carson being on the field. And also when you put him back in, um, you know, the next time, you know, Carson was on the field and that was like a handoff to Miles. Just kind of like the difference, I guess, between, you know, Carson being on and off the field when Hurts is in the game. Um, yeah, I, you know, listen, um, when, when Jalen's been on the field with Carson, uh, defenses have been playing it a certain way. And as we have evaluated, you know, those two together, putting Jalen on the field by himself, um, you know, presents a little bit different picture for the defense. So, um, that's why we did it. Uh, that's why we did it tonight. And, and, um, but I think, I think we can still get some, uh, mileage out of using both, uh, both quarterbacks and then also Jalen, uh, as the quarterback, you know, by himself. Rob and then Ed Kratz. Doug, Miles Sanders had five carries in the first half. Obviously, you were going up against the worst pass defense in the league. Was that part of the fact that why he wasn't running as much in the first half is that you were trying to attack that defense, or is it what they were giving you? I just think they, uh, you know, got after us a little bit in the run game and, and uh, you know, uh, got on some edges. Uh, you know, we, we missed we – missed, uh, their safety a couple of times, um, and we had to make uh, we had to make some adjustments. But but we knew probably going into this game that we were at least going to have to put the ball in the air, um, you know, to give ourselves a chance. It's a good rush defense, and uh, it's a good uh, good front. And um, you know, they did a nice job. We have time for two more, so we'll go Ed Kratz and then Les. Hey, hi Doug. Uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, you didn't have your first first down until the second quarter. I think there was less than five minutes ago. It's not the first time uh, that's happened this year. I think it was the Ravens as well. If the first first down came late. Why? Why do you think? Can you put a finger on why that hasn't been fixed? Why this team continues to struggle to score in the first half or even pick up first downs? I think it just comes down to you know. Um, you know, offensively, we've we've battled with uh, a lot of injury, a uh, lot of a lot of different moving parts up front with the offensive line, guys in and out. You know, it's just we haven't had the consistency and the continuity that you would like week in and week out. That, um, you know, you, you look at offenses around the league that have stayed together and have stayed healthy. There, there's continuity and there's consistency there, and we just haven't had that this season. And uh, it's something that we uh, we you know. We don't make excuses for it. it, it it's, it's where we are, and, and uh, you know, we have to get better. Last question here with Les. That kind of played into what I was going to ask, Doug, but I'll ask it in a slightly different way. Uh, why are these – week 12, why are guys not on the same page? You know, they, obviously Dallas Goddard and Carson Wentz have played together a lot. Uh, how do these mistakes keep happening? I mean, it just comes down to each guy, you know, just just doing his job and and not doing too much. And sometimes, sometimes when you get in these situations, you try to do too much, and and um, it's just a matter of not chasing plays, but but making the plays when they come to you. And um, you know, we're going to continue to work, and um, you know, we're not going to make excuses for anything. And we got another ball game here, and uh, and move on. 
the defense largely did a good job, although they did not contain DK Metcalf, the second-year wide receiver for the Seahawks. 13 targets, 10 catches, 177 yards, a 52-yard grab. Set up the Seahawks' first touchdown. Darius Slay in coverage in the entire game against Metcalf. And for Slay, who was acquired to shut down receivers, it was a rough outing, a tough outing, and he admitted that after the game. Hey, Slay. Uh, obviously, uh, it looked like uh, you were traveling with DJ pretty much the entire game, fought hard. How, how difficult is it to go up against somebody like that, that, that kind of size, that kind of strength, that kind of speed? Uh, it, was, it was a great battle. You know, I won't say it was difficult. It's just that um, <clears throat> I lost every 50-50 ball today. And, um, and you know, and that's not uh, – I'm usually on the other side of that. Today I'm on the other side of it. You know, uh, I let the team down. I told the defense uh, that game was on me. You know, I, I got to play better. But, um, you know, uh, get, uh, props to DK for being uh, – giving me the good work. You know, we uh, compete in every play. But, uh, yeah, I lost every 50-50 ball. And um, I got to be better. Martin and Jeff. Okay, Slay. Um, how, how tough was that for you to see, to see that? Because it seemed like on a couple of those you had, like, really good coverage on him and he right. still made the catch and everything. I mean, you know, what what is that like? I mean, it was tough, you know what I'm saying, feeling like uh, the plays weren't going my way. And, you know, uh, but like I said, he, he did a great job of catching the ball, man. He did everything. He uh, did everything good as a receiver, you know, so uh, – you know, it's my worst. I say this is by far my worst game I ever played in uh in the league. Uh, you know, I lost really like truly lost almost every 50-50 ball. Like I was probably over, and uh, I never been that. But uh, like I said, props to him, man. He he played his ass off today, and I just got to get better. Jeff and then Bo. Uh, uh Slay, can you take us through the 52-yard catch? Uh, what he just run a basic deep post, and were you expecting safety help there? Uh, honestly, nah. I mean, it was it was uh, a blitz he called all out. They uh, they they kind of protected up, mass protected, and um, you know me as a DB, uh, anything you know about all out blitz, uh, you kind of set the sticks because the ball supposed to come out pretty fast. But uh, uh, Russell did a good job of seeing it, I guess, and um, and uh, mass protected, and uh, he took the shot. So uh, you know, I kind of sat down at a, at a at a yard mark, and um, after that, you know, it was speed on speed. Good catch by him. Uh, you know, uh, I just got to be better at that. I got to just finish that play. You know, like I said, 50-50. Uh, and, he, and he caught it. So, uh, like I said, I got to be better than that. Bo and then Chris Franklin. Well, you just said this was the, the probably the worst game of your career. Um, you know, obviously, these are the games that, that you were brought in for uh, to, to stop a guy like DK. Um, you said you, you feel like you let the team down. How, how does that feel? What, what does that feel like? I mean, I'm I'm a man about what I do. I'm 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 always feeling great, you know. I'm always in a bad mood, no bad spirit, but I understand. And I and I own and I and I got great ownership. I know I know that I could change the game, and I know I could have helped. So uh, I I put that game on me because I supposed to had you know did my job and shut him down. But like I said, he was making every catch possible, you know, every 50-50 one. That's why it was his yards at the catch, no yak, because uh, I'm right there. And um, like I said, he just made more plays than I did. And, uh, and I take real big ownership, man, because I feel like I'm one of the best in the game, and I'm going to continue to always take my ownership, and I just say he got the best of me today. But uh, I'm looking forward to going to work next week, and uh, well, this week, and getting better, man, for the team, because uh, they deserve it, I deserve it, and uh, and this organization do. Chris and then Ed Kratz. Hey, Slay, was there any discussions on the sideline by you or anybody that you know of to possibly get you some more help as, Met as Metcalf kept uh, having that big game? 
Hell, no, I don't need no help. What kind of question is that? Next one. Ed and then Chris Murray. Hey, uh, Slay, just um, this team is stuck at three interceptions, hasn't had one since October 22nd. Uh, have you ever been on a team like that? And why why so few interceptions in week 12 here? Uh, just because, like, uh, I've been on a team like that before, you know, in Detroit. Uh, shoot, uh, I think we only had probably like seven, seven to eight total. You know, when you play a lot of man, your back is turned to the ball. And, you know, it's hard to get them type of picks, you know, every play. So, um, like, that's what it is, you know. You see guys that play zone or guys that do a lot, those are guys that make a lot of picks, um, you know. Uh, so when you play a lot of man, you know, it's tough. That's why you see the, some of the great corners that's with great man corners as in yourself, as you can see uh, Dion. I mean, not Dion, but uh, De- Revis, you know, only about like 29, 28, because he played a lot of man, you know. But it's, that's, that's what comes with it. We have time for one more, so we'll end here on Chris. Yeah, I gotta ask the question. How do you? How does this locker room fix everything? The last three weeks, you haven't won games. It's like you're in it, but you're not in it. How do you fix it? I mean, what, how do you? How do you stay motivated? I mean, sure. I, I'm, 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 you know, I can't ask for everybody else, but as a, me as a player, I'm always motivated because of the fact that I know guys depending on me, man. I come in this locker room and look at their faces. We go to work together, we compete together, we make each other better some type of way. And and I and I'm real big on not letting folks down, you know. Uh, as in with that aspect, definitely when it comes down, it's the most best team sport it is. So man, I, I take my. Uh, I take my team stuff pretty seriously, man. I always want to be the best for them. I always want to prepare the best for them. And uh, like I said, today I, I prepared great, but you know, like I said, I lost every ball. One more from the locker room. Brandon Graham still sackless since that Dallas game. The Eagles got after Russell Wilson, sacked him twice, limited him to just 12 yards rushing and 230 yards passing, but really no danger for Wilson, who compiled a passer rating of 102.9. Here's BG following the loss. Uh, Brandon, do you think the offense let the defense down tonight? Nah, it's a team game, man. You know, we just got to figure out a way to keep on encouraging each other, keep on, uh, you know, keep fighting, make sure we stay consistent on defense. And, you know, we know the offense going to get it right. You know, uh, I just seen Carson. I know how, how, I mean, it means something to all of us. I mean, obviously things haven't been happening the way we wanted to, but at the same time, man, it's no quitting us, and we, we got five games left. Slay, if you don't mind me following up, Slay also told us that, that he felt that he let the team down. Um, what did you make of that, and, and you know, did he convey that to you guys? I mean, we talk about ownership. You know, I know Slay wish he had a couple plays back, but you know, we all we all wish we could have a couple plays back. You know, because uh, certain stuff didn't happen the way we wanted to on certain plays. But I know that Slay, he a dog. You know, he gonna come ready to go. You know, next next play mentality. Uh, you know, he's a fighter, and so um, I mean, man, I'm riding with him every time. I just felt like you know DK did made some good plays, but at the end of the day, uh, we all got some we all got some fault in this thing. Marcus and Chris Murray. Hey, Brandon, three things. Can you talk about the uh, the fourth down stands and Derek Barnett, who's had kind of an up-and-down season, the uh, and the uh, the way that you guys contained Russell Wilson as a, as a runner? He's hurt you before in the past, and he was their, their leading rusher. Can you talk about those two things? Well, we knew that uh, coming in that, you know, he's been beating us on the run. Like, you know, it's been like, you know, just missed assignments here or, like, we let him out uh, on, on my end, like, as far as, like, being – 
um, up contain. You know, sometimes you might want to go inside. Uh, we 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 didn't want to rush scared, but at the same time, we went out there, we rushed, and we all was on the same page, uh, just collapsing the pocket on Russell because we know Russell tried to find those little holes um, based off the film that we watched. Um, you know, the last couple times we played them, and so we tried to do a really good job of that, and I think we did uh, do a good job of containing them, hitting them. Uh, but you know, we knew he was gonna make plays, and you know, we just didn't make enough plays to uh, win the game. And can you talk about Barnett and the fourth down stance? He's the guy that made the play. What did that do for your defense, and how big is it for him to do that? Uh, you know, uh, we, we took it as disrespect for them to keep going on fourth. So, you know, for DB to go out there and make a play, I knew he, you know, he, he was coming off. I knew he was pissed pissed off that they were still on the field, you know, on fourth down. Um, and, you know, we was talking about that as a defense. We're going to hold them. We're going to hold them, you know. Uh, and, and we got that done uh, based off, you know, just the effort of everybody. Because DB got off, and, you know, we got numbers to the ball to get it stopped. And, you know, I'm, um, I'm happy for DB because I know DB definitely was dealing with injuries in the beginning, but you know, I know DB is a ball player and he gonna, he gonna come to work every day. Chris and Rob Kessner. Yeah, how does the leadership, how do all the captains of this team keep these guys together? It's been obviously a frustrating three weeks. How do you guys keep your heads up and what can be done to kind of get you guys out of this funk right now? Well, you know, uh, what can be done is getting W, you know what I'm saying, getting a win putting it all together, uh, offense, defense, special teams, and uh, not making, a, you know, not making mistakes. I mean, mistakes going to happen, but, you know, uh, in critical, critical downs when we need it, we can't be making, you know, just silly penalties, you know, a couple penalties I feel we can control is the personal fouls. Of course, you know, people get chippy and I understand that, but we got to own, take ownership of, you know, hey, we, we can't be the guy that, uh, you know, cost us uh, a drive because we want to extend it because we still got something to say or whatever. Like, you know, we, we just got to own our stuff and move on. Um, but those, the stuff that we can control, we can control those type of penalties. And I think that, uh, you know, we, we just got to continue to keep on holding in, honing in as a defense. We got to stay on top of, um, you know, people when they get chippy, we understand, you know, that's part of the game. Uh, people got the energy, but, you know, we got to be smart um, in, in situational football. We have time for a few more, so we'll go Rob, Ed, and Jeff. Hey, BJ, during the uh, telecast tonight, the uh, ESPN broadcasters were saying that on the flight back from Cleveland, that Fletcher Cox made it a point to seek out Carson and just say, hey, we got your back. Um, have you noticed any confidence concerns with Carson? And do you feel as a veteran leader that you need to do stuff, uh, something uh, of the same with him right now? Given a struggle, I mean, I've done that. Um, you know, every week, I always try to let them know, like, man, I've been there. I know what it feels like. You know, for people to, you know, feel like get him out of here. You know, he's this and that. And it's like, man, the only way you turn that around is is by working hard and making sure that you just keep on working your technique, keep 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 doing you, doing stuff behind the scenes like you're doing. Uh, eventually all that stuff going to start coming together for you again. Um, I, I don't see, you know, Carson, you know, having too much going on. I try not to, you know, be in this ear about too much because, you know, I know everybody's coming at them. But I tell them to block out that noise because at the end of the day, uh, people going to eat them words one day, you know what I'm saying? But you got to stay focused, got to keep your mind uh, focused and, and not cluttered with, with, with who ain't never played. You know, people talk, they have their opinion, they get paid for that. We get paid to go out there and make plays. And so uh, you focus on that, everything is start turning around. And, uh, you know, we got your back because, you know, we don't want to divide our team and we want him to know that. 
you know, we, we riding with them, you know, to the end. Go ahead, Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, hey, BG, just uh, as far as turnovers go, this team doesn't force a lot of turnovers, especially interceptions. Why Why do you think it's been so challenging to, to kind of turn the ball over? Uh, you know, it's just sometimes it happens like that. I mean, we talk about, um, you know, those – Good defenses, you know, winning the turnover uh, turnover margin. You know, what I'm saying, uh, and some games we do, some games, some games, you know, we we don't. We gotta we gotta stay consistent, you know, with, with everything. And you know, we we even talk about just even up front. Uh, we gotta make sure that we continue to keep on swarming the quarterback, making it rough for him back there, so he can, uh, you know, so he can make a mistake and you know throw us one or you know get a tip. I mean, you know, it's it, everything kind of works together. D line, uh, you know, getting after the quarterback definitely helps the. D DBs and, and DBs definitely help us on certain times too, you know, helping us get the sack, you know, taking away their first looks. But um, it's all, it, we all work together, you know, uh, and, and like I say, we got to stay consistent. And the only way we stay consistent is just keep on working and block out all the noise and, you know, just focus on us. Last question here with Jeff. BG, do you guys get the sense that you're playing for Doug's job? I mean, at the end of the day, everybody's playing for for they are. At the end of the day, when when stuff go bad, we know that, you know they they trying to weed out the ones that don't want to be here, and I don't see that. You know, I don't see people not wanting to be here. People definitely are, uh, you know, coming to work every day. But you know, uh, we we got to keep on holding people to a high standard of you know not beating ourselves. And you know, we I, I feel like Doug got us fighting, and we always we always gonna fight um, for whoever uh, is there. But I think uh, you know, definitely for sure, uh, we're trying to make sure we keep them here. Eagles three seven and one. Merrill Reese, the voice of the Eagles. He's just like you and me. We're all feeling down after this one, the third straight loss. Eagles losing at home. Again, another winnable game. And Merrill, well, he's looking at number 11, and he's seeing some very significant issues. Okay, Merrill, uh, it, it's late on a uh, Tuesday morning, or I guess late on a Monday night here, and I'm at Lincoln Financial Field. You just left, and I'm still kind of going, what just happened with this football team? Again, what I thought was another winnable game and the offense just not able to produce. What are you seeing from the offense, Merrill? They're listless. They're listless, and they don't have enough talent. And they are. They went through most of the first half without a first down, without one first down. And the whole game was encapsulated when they were the first team to touch the football, and Seattle jumped off sides. So on the very first possession, they had a first and five, and Carson went through three uncatchable passes to open receivers, and they took off from there and didn't get any better until late in the first half where he finally got, finally got them going. But this offense is just awful right now, in a word, awful. Uh, Merrill, any ideas on what to do? What would you do at the quarterback position? I don't know. I, I, I truly don't know. Uh, I do believe that at some point Doug Peterson's going to make a move and put Jalen Hurts in there just to see what he could do and to see Carson Wentz sit him down and, and just give him a game off. Uh, Andy Reid did it once upon a time with Donovan McNabb. And he did it at halftime. And he sat down Donovan McNabb against the Cincinnati Bengals and then the next week, or against Baltimore, actually, against Baltimore. And then the next week, Donovan McNabb came back and had a great game 
on Thanksgiving night to beat Arizona. But I do believe at some point there will be a change at quarterback. Merrill, what has happened to Carson Wentz? I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you. I mean, he was, in 2017, regardless of what anybody says, he played at an elite level. When he went down in Los Angeles, at that point he was the odds-on favorite to be the MVP. And he went down, and he has never really been quite the same. Although last year, at the end of the year, and granted it was against not very good teams, he quarterbacked them to four straight wins and made plays. But Dave, watching this game tonight, even in passes that were complete, it seemed like they were somewhat off target. He doesn't seem to hit anybody in stride. Even in short passes, guys are diving for it or leaping for it. It's he just for some reason that I wish I wish I had an answer. He has really lost his accuracy. And his decision making is is slow. I mean he holds he still now he made some plays, made a great run for twenty one yards. He did some encouraging things, but time and time again, you watch him and you watch Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson reacts so quickly, and Carson Wentz does not. And the wide receivers, Merrill, just don't get involved in the passing game. It's just crazy. It's all tight end, tight end, tight end, running back. It's all short stuff. I didn't get a sense tonight that the Eagles were threatening in any way the Seattle secondary. Well, they weren't. They, they really weren't. In the Washington game, at the beginning of the Washington game, we saw Jalen Rager go downfield, what, about 50 yards or 55 yards, and make a great catch. We really haven't seen anything like that. Most of the balls are fed to Rager within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and you're asking him to duck and jive and find, fight his way free. But he really isn't getting the ball in space. Uh, they did go deep to him once in the end zone, and it was a little bit overthrown, and he was well covered on the play. But then Mike thought that he should have had some moves uh, to try to shake the receive the uh, defender before he finished the pattern. Merrill, what do you think of the offensive line tonight? Uh, certainly defines makeshift. It was. It was. Uh, there were times when they were okay, but there were times that they weren't. And I couldn't give you a detailed evaluation because I'm following the ball. So I couldn't say how well uh, Jordan Mailata played or how terribly Matt Pryor played. I mean, I could, you know, you can could, you could guess at those kind of things. But I, I hate to sound like a coach, but to give you an honest evaluation of player by player, I'd have to see game tape. And I can tell you as a group, they really didn't open holes for the running game, and they didn't give Carson Wentz a lot of time. Although there were instances where he had more time and just ended up getting sacked. So, I mean, Merrill, to, to boil it all down, last one year, it sounds to me like all the offense, five straight series, minus one total yard to begin the game, no, no first downs, that it really, above and beyond anything else, comes down to you, to number 11, for you, number 11 is, is, the, is the issue here. He's part of the problem. Uh, every quarterback is a major part of what goes on with the offense. So um, I, I, he's not playing well right now. Uh, he did have his moments. He had his moments. 
but he overall he is not playing anywhere near the level that we've seen him play in the past. That will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to Peter Kelly, Ray Doyle, and Tyler Lewis for their work on all of this. Thanks to all of you for joining each and every episode. Keep your chins up, everyone. Five games to go. Eagles need to turn it on right now. Like right now or this season, the division, everything is lost. And at 3-7-1, hard to be optimistic. But the great thing about the NFL is when said, another challenge coming in just five days. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me on this Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. E-A-T-L-E-A!